Welcome back to Gloucester Book Club's Book Lounge. I'm Christina Young. Tonight I'm joined by some book club friends to talk about Normal People by Sally Rooney. We hope you enjoy. Let's get started. So um, tonight we're talking about Normal People and Normal People is a 2018 novel by the Irish author Sally Rooney. It's her second novel. She published it after conversation with Conversations with Friends and it became a bestseller in the US and it was longlisted for the 2018 Man Booker Prize. And in the same year, it won Waterstones Book of the Year and Best Novel at the Costa Book Awards. So it's done really, really well. There's a TV adaptation of the same name, Normal People, which came on to BBC Three in the UK from April 2020, and it was also on Hulu in the States. Basically, the novel follows this complex friendship and relationship between two teenagers called Connell and Marianne, who both attend the same secondary school in County Sligo in Ireland, and they later both attend Trinity College in Dublin. And it's set during post-2008 Irish economic downturn really spanning from 2011 through to 2015. So Connell, popular, handsome, highly intelligent, who um, begins a relationship with a very unpopular, intimidating but equally intelligent Marianne, um, whose mother employs Connell's mother as a cleaner and Connell keeps the affair a secret from his school friends out of shame really. But he ends up going to Trinity with Marianne and uh, reconciling. So Marianne blossoms at university, Connell not so much. So I've got my guest with me tonight, who's Susie, who's also an assistant organiser in our book club. And Susie read this book with us um, a while back now. But before Susie gets to telling us what she thought about it, I thought I'd just ask Susie, what have you been reading outside of lockdown, outside of book club reads, Susie? Have you read anything good that you'd like to recommend? Hello, yes, um, it's a good question. I don't have a lot of time, to be quite honest, to read outside book club, um, but I do like a good crime and I love the British crime classics. But my standout book um, of recent times is uh, Once Upon a River by Diane Setterfield, mm-hmm. um, which is a historical novel set in on the river thames really magical it's it's mythical it, it's uh, it concerns a, a one, one dark and stormy night a stranger brings a, a lifeless child into an inn on the thames and several hours later she comes back to life um and it centers around who she is who she belongs to so it's a bit of a mystery it's so atmospheric it's it's just fantastic mm. i'd highly recommend it okay what would you rate that out of 10 susie 10 10 it's a 10 from susie god it must be good everybody get out there buy it quick uh, maybe it's one we should put on our book club list susie do you think yes be well worth mm. it I, I think everyone would love it um everyone i know who's read it loves it one for the tbr pile which is growing fast for book club let me tell you right so susie put you on the spot here it's the first time you've been a guest podcaster um, you get there's plenty of themes that go on in this book actually and class is one of the main themes and I think it's something you kind of looked into a little bit and perhaps you'd like to tell us what you thought about the book when you read it 
To be perfectly honest, I didn't actually like the book. I think had I read it when I was in my 20s, I would have loved it. Mm. So it's possibly an age thing. I don't know how others feel, but I thought for me, it just didn't do it for me. Okay. What did you think about the class differences in it? That was really interesting because, as you said in the intro, Marianne is upper class, got money, wealthy. Connell is complete opposite. Mm. Um, And yet, where you would normally, well, maybe you wouldn't normally have, but it feels like often um, people from upper classes are more popular than... Mm. but in this case, Connell was a popular one at school. Yeah. But Marianne wasn't. But that when they went to university, that completely switched. Yeah. She was then more in her, what would you call it? Comfort zone, really. Comfort wasn't zone. It? Mm. Yes, with, with more people like her around. Mm. So she suddenly becomes popular and gets on really well. And Connell doesn't. Yeah. What do other guys think? What do you think about that, Stella, the the class differences between the two in the book? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting as how it swapped around. So in in school, uh, with uh, Marianne being more upper class and having money and just not caring about her appearance and so on and so forth, she was an oddity and uh, and Connell was very popular, as we know. And then it it completely swapped at university, uh, City College, I guess it's quite a middle class, upper class establishment. So uh, she really came into her own and seemed to sort of almost blossom. Um, yeah. And Connell, for me, I, I don't know if it, I was going to say for the first time, he became aware of his class, if you like, mm-hmm. his clothes were inappropriate and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really sure if that is right, because actually mm-hmm. it's, he wouldn't, uh, he wanted to, he kept his relationship with Marianne's uh, secrets so that nobody yeah. found out he was a popular boy and he perceived her as not being a popular girl. So he didn't want to, his popularity to decrease. Yeah, so, she was odd at school, wasn't she, Stella? I mean, she didn't shave her legs. She didn't um, okay. wear makeup. You know, she didn't fit in with the other girls um, and she was quite a loner. So I guess for him to go out with her, it would have, you know, engendered quite a lot of criticism or sarcastic remarks from his friends. That's right. I mean, it was interesting because her appearance was, it wasn't something that she was sort of um, ashamed of. She, she just didn't care, did she? She just did not um, fall within the conventions, the acceptable conventions of that school. So, And Connell, am I, I'm right in remembering this, I think, Connell got a scholarship, did he not, to Trinity? Joe, you, you, you were thinking about the education side of the book. Didn't Connell get a scholarship to, to Trinity? Yeah. He did, yes. He, uh, well, as we know, he is a working class lad from the west of Ireland. He did get several scholarships, and to him, it wasn't just a question of academic um, validation or kudos. It was, could I go or not? So he was reliant on scholarships to go. Contrast the position with Marianne, who looked on scholarships simply as winning medals, if you like. Um, in terms of education, Joe, what did you think about? you know, how different it was for both of them going through their secondary school and their university educations? Well, it was very different. Obviously, it's a coming-of-age novel. 
and it's mm. against the backdrop of their years in the sixth form and university. They're both highly intelligent and well above the norm for the students in their school. So at the school, the problem is essentially that it's a standard secondary school, only really values blind obedience and routine, mm. rather than stretching in an individual student's intellectual capacities or their academic capacities. Clearly, uh, Marianne, for example, is very intelligent, far above the other students in her year, and probably far above most of her teachers. And yeah. there is an, I'll give an example of that. There is an incident where during one lesson she's bored and finds herself looking out of the window and she gets a telling off from the teacher for, for doing that. She gives him a riposte, which is fantastic. I can't remember the exact words, but it's words to the effect of if you knew what you were talking about or if you were telling me something I didn't already know, I might be looking at you not out of the window. <laughs> That's her attitude. She couldn't care less. Basically, so definitely not standard school student. So she was quite. She's quite not normal, really. I, I don't like to word, use the word abnormal, but she's not like your normal um, secondary school student, was she? She, as you say, she was very much kind of a one-off, really. What did you think about? I mean, there, there was lots of stuff about Marianne's background going on in this book, wasn't there? And the possibility of query abuse relationships going on within her family. Stella, did you pick any of that up? When yes, absolutely. Um, yes, I mean, her home life was, was seemed to be quite horrible, actually. Her mother yes. didn't be close to her at all, or her mother preferred the brother, Alan, who we learn Alan was very abusive to her. So he'd mock her and belittle her, but also physically abuse her. And the mother seemed to take Alan's side on this. Yes. So... Yeah. That was just horrible. And also, just going back to the point about school, I guess it did occur to me in cl class and education that uh, I'm assuming that Marianne was the, uh, was the odd one out in terms of class in her school as well, that most of the students will have been from a similar background to Connell's, you know, a more working class background. And maybe the fact that Marianne was from a wealthy family and a different class of family also enabled her to be outside of the norms in school and so she didn't care about the teachers maybe she was able to not care because she had uh you know she came from a wealthy background and a, a sort of a superior type if you like want to use that terminology of yeah. family experience yeah i think i mean to me marianne felt like she was very much a loner within her family as well as outside of her family yeah. as well because she wasn't well liked anywhere, was she, the poor girl, really, apart from Connell really liked her. Um, and I think Connell's mum quite liked her. Connell's mum turned out to be their cleaner, didn't she? Marianne's family's cleaner. Um, what did you think, um, Susie, when, you know, about the relationships between Connell and Marianne going through the book? Difficult ones, weren't they, at times? Yeah, I mean, they 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 definitely had a very strong bond. Mm. Um and once they became friends and lovers and uh, didn't really, although they kept splitting up and going off and getting in moves with each other, that that was still quite strong, mm. that, that bond between them, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely an up and down relationship, wasn't it, guys, that they went through through many years. Um, from secondary school through to the kind of end of uni, which wasn't it? They were sort of finishing up at uni, weren't they? So it was quite a few years 
um, that they kind of had this very up and down thing and Marianne and Connell. Connell went through uh, quite a period of depression, didn't he, Joe, when he was at Trinity? Yeah, he, he was like a fish out of water at Trinity, really not happy there and out of his depth socially. And as we've already heard, uh, Marianne, on the other hand, was in her element. She was mm. brought up with um, knowing how to behave in polite society, could conduct herself in formal dinners, for example, which would have been a big feature of life at Trinity College. Um, Connell would have had no clue. He yeah. just the best of it. And he, he did get into the situation, I think, where his um, peers at university regarded him as a bit of an oddity and possibly distance themselves from him a bit. In the end, he comes round and I think he realises that they're the ones who are the problem, not him. He's, he ends up more, much more confident than he starts at Trinity. Yes, he does. And in terms of love and sex in this book, uh, there is a fair amount of both of those things going on. Um, both Marianne and Connell have traumatic sexual experiences with other people and Connell finds casual sex deeply upsetting and he's nearly raped by a former teacher, I think. And Marianne seems to pursue this violent, dominating partners as a destructive kind of coping mechanism for her own emotional problems. I'm not really sure where, where that's coming from. Did Stella, did you have any thoughts about Marianne's needs to go through sexual relationships with guys who she wanted to be quite violent towards her? I it was it was horrible, wasn't it? Or I thought it was horrible. I didn't enjoy that at all. So, I mean, it seemed to me that the book seemed to be suggesting that because of the abuse she'd suffered in her family and her lack of those close relationships, that that seemed to be something that I don't know if it was something she was comfortable with or if she was punishing herself or if she believed herself to have very low self-worth in terms of personal relationships. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe I'm making it, I'm drawing a too linear line between her her background as described in the book and her relationships. But, I, you know, they, I found them hard to read because mm. it, they didn't really seem pleasurable at all. It just seemed horrible and, and punishing. And mm -hmm. It seemed like there was a, I mean, her father had died, but there was a reference, wasn't there, Susie, to her father yeah. um, having been an abusive man and uh, possibly made you wonder had more than just physical abuse gone on with Marianne we're not absolutely sure about that what did what did you think what did you feel about that whole set of you know circumstances that poor Marianne was in really yeah she definitely I don't think she she enjoyed those relationships mm. um, it was almost like I didn't think she deserved any, mm. anything better um, and I think that had come from her abusive family. Whether her father, there was some sexual abuse from her father, which is sort of intimated, but we don't know. Yeah. Um, her brother certainly carries it on, or, or certainly carries on the physical and emotional abuse, and her mother is just completely emotionally terrible <laughs> yeah, much, yeah so <laughs> you have to feel sorry for Marianne I yeah. mean you you can think what is she doing why is she doing that um but yeah if you think about her background um you can you have to feel sorry for her yeah I think so mm -hmm. Joe, do you remember there's that bit in the book 
there's a school dance, isn't there? And um, Connell is looking for somebody, a partner to take to the school dance. And he does not invite Marianne, although he's going out with her secretly. He doesn't invite her. And uh, I think, do you remember how his mum took that? She took it very badly. That was quite he funny did. in the book. I mean, actually, her, his mum, Lorraine, uh, in my opinion, is the nicest character in the whole book. Mm. She's brought up a boy on her own as a single mum. And she's worked out, I think, how to bring up a boy to be a good man. And in the end, I think she's done a good job with, with Connell. But there was that episode when he invited out um, the sort of cheerleader, Rachel something or other, instead of um, Marianne, who's his girlfriend, secret girlfriend. And of course, Lorraine does or not. She walk home and get out of the car, you're walking home. One of those things really, isn't it, um, that strikes you, that is quite funny in the book. And actually, if you watch the TV series, uh, which I did, I don't know, did you guys watch it? Did you watch the BBC? Series not, of normal people? Yeah. No. no. Joe, did you? I did, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The book, Anne, is portrayed as not being um, typically uh, attractive, whereas the, the actress they used in the um, TV series, Daisy Edgar-Jones, mm -hmm. a young girl, and that might be good for a TV series, but it's not particularly mm -hmm. faithful to the, to the book. Was there anything, can you remember, was there anything in the in the story that uh, didn't come out in the TV series? Was the ending different? I've got a feeling that there was, I mean, the ending of the book, not to give away too many spoilers, leaves it very open-ended as I remember it, doesn't it? You know, where we don't really know. Connell's got an opportunity to go off and do something in America, to do a, a, a master's or something, I think it is, in America, and leaves, uh, and to leave Marianne uh, behind back in the UK. Uh, it's left quite open-ended there. We're not really sure whether this, these two have done with their relationship or whether they will get back together at some point. What, what did you feel, Susie, about that? Were you optimistic they would or, or not? I thought it could go either way. Mm. Um, it, like you say, they did leave it open. Um, and I think given the nature of their relationship, it's highly likely that they would at some point get back together if not get back together that I think they would certainly remain very good friends yes they had an amazing friendship didn't they in fact they were very close throughout their friendship there were periods of time when they spent quite a long time apart and they just communicated over email do you think those kind of like periods they spent apart helped them learn to communicate and each and understand each other outside of sex if you like you know because they weren't you know in a sexual relationship at that point do you think that kind of helped them what do you think about that Stella? Yeah I think it did actually because I, a lot of the parts where they separated it seemed to be through a misunderstanding or lack of communication so for example when they were at university and Connell didn't have money to enough money to pay for rent to stay in the summer so he went home and Marianne thought that he just wanted to finish with her. So it was a complete misunderstanding that we were sort of, uh, um, we were in on it. We knew that, but Marianne didn't know that. So, I, so yeah, the communication wasn't always brilliant. And I really think that's right. When they were apart and they were emailing, it seemed to get a lot deeper and they seemed to understand each other a lot more. Um, Joe, did you like the book when you read it? And do you think it's a good book for a book club? 
Yes, I did like it. I liked it very much. I think it was a good good choice for book club. You don't have to be young to like it. It, it appealed to me. I mean, I'm in my early 60s. Uh, I, I remember enough from my youth to, to um, imagine myself in that scenario and to have liked the situation and to enjoy the story. A lot to think about. A yes. lot to think about the abuse and the the um, their on-off relationship. Yes. So, I mean, a not particularly long book, as I remember it either. It was quite a lot packed into a quite a shortish book, Stella. Do you remember? Um, did you did you like it when you read it? And do you think it's a good one for a book club? I thought it was really good. And after reading it, I um, sat next to a lady on a coach to London and her daughter was at Trinity College. Oh. So I remember being very, very enthusiastic and telling her about this book and she's writing it down so she could get it to read it. But on reflection, so I did really enjoy reading it, but I also think it's really hard. And I I, I didn't enjoy the the sort of the, you know, them splitting up, them splitting up. I didn't really enjoy the physical violence and the abuse in it. So I found, mm. it, I found it quite a hard read in some yeah. way. Really yeah. in it, there really is. So, yeah, I think I would recommend it. You know, it is a challenge, challenging read as well. Maybe not for everyone, because obviously, Susie, you didn't find it particularly joyful to read that book. Um, can you say a little bit more about what, what would put people off it, do you think? I think it's partly what Stella said, you know, mm. the, the, the violence in it mm. and, and the kind of there are, you know, nasty themes. Yeah, no, it's not a joyful book. It, it is a, a fairly difficult read. Mm. So, I mean, uh, yeah, Joe's probably right that it's it's not it's not just a book for young people, but mm. I don't think whereas I might have been able to relate to it a bit more in, in my twenties. Now that's all such a long time ago. <laughs> behind you now, Susie, is it? <laughs> and and yeah, it just made me feel it made me feel quite uncomfortable in places. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I can understand that. And there was a there's an awful lot of teenage angst in this book. Uh, think and and you can tell that Sally Rooney is a young woman writing this you know she's got uh, she's there she's she's you know she's not in her 40s and 50s she's definitely uh, there with those young people and can remember a lot of that stuff from her own you know maybe from her own experiences at school and uni as well uh, she's written uh, she's bringing another book out actually in set on September the, the 7th um, it's coming out and let me just see what if I can find for you what it's called uh, it's actually beautiful world where are you um, so as I say it's set to be published on the 7th of September so if you did like Sally Rooney and you did like the TV series I think you can probably find it on catch up as well in, in um, the UK on uh, I think it was it's probably on BBC iPlayer if you want to watch it uh, several episodes of it We've inspired you to read the novel as well. You know, uh, it, if you're a younger person, I think you would probably really like this book. Uh, you know, maybe if you're older, like some of us in book club, not quite so good. But I did really like it and I really loved the TV series. Uh, anything else, Joe, that you wanted to say before we end our podcast? The only thing I might say is the, the abuse and what have you, the, the difficult themes, they yes. are there, but I wouldn't. I would I would urge people not to let that put them off reading it. I mean, it's it's not particularly easy reading in places, but it's not 
overwhelming. No. In my opinion, anyway. Actually, some humour in it as well, isn't there? You know, of, some of it's a bit dark humour, but yeah, would you say, would you agree, Joe? There is a lot of humour, that's right. I mean, I, like her attitude to her teacher, Marianne's attitude to her teachers. That was yeah. fantastic. And there's humour between them. They've got a very good friendship, never mind their on-off sexual relationship. The thing I suppose that I recognised most about the book is how difficult it is to be a teenager, um, you know, and try and sort of navigate your way around relationships with other people, you know, when you're in the sixth form. And I do remember that from school. It is a long way back, but I do remember how hard that was. Um, deciding who you really wanted to go out with, who wanted to go out with you, who seemed to want to go out with you and then didn't very quickly. You know, all of those kinds of things I really remembered from my own childhood. But it is a long time ago, I admit. To sum it up then, Stella, would you say that it was a book that you'll remember? Yeah, it is absolutely a book that I'll remember. And um, yeah. I just very quickly on the title of it as well, Normal People. I just had that thought as well about what I, the book's talking about, I guess, what being normal means. And of course, it's it's very circumstantial because I guess Connell was more normal in school and Marianne was more normal at university, but they were still the same people. So yeah. I really enjoyed that theme as well. And yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely remember it. Yeah. Good. I um yeah, just what you said there about normal people. I think they were both really striving, weren't they, to try and be normal, you know, or what they thought was normal, and neither of them felt they were normal. And I think that is such a common thing amongst teenagers, you know, that that often teenagers don't feel that they fit in very well and that they're not normal in some way. And of course they are. You know, because we're all normal, really. We're just all a bit odd. Um, so, again, Joe, a book that you will remember or not? Yes, it'll stay with me forever. It yeah. will. One. One of the best. Oh, that's good. That's Susie, will it stay with you for different reasons? It, it will stay with me, I think. Yeah, it's, it's one I'd remember. Yeah. Um, and, and just uh, one more comment. I would say there is no such thing as normal. <laughs> and I think that comes out in the book. That yeah. is really true, isn't it? So striving for normality, we're never going to achieve it because we're all completely weird anyway. Uh, thank you guys out there for continuing to listen to our podcasts. We're going to continue to do them on a monthly basis. So next month, we're going to be take, uh, taking some time to talk about Home Fire by Camilla Shamsi which is a book that we read uh, with Book Club probably a year, 18 months ago now. So, uh, But we really enjoyed it. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. So we hope that you would like to listen in to us again. If you uh, feel like contacting us through uh, Anchor page or sending us any comments, please do. Um, we'd be happy to receive them. And please do follow us if you can. We're very grateful for that. We're all going to say bye now. Bye. Bye. Um. The book that Susie mentioned in the podcast, the recommendation, is called Once Upon a River by Diane Setterfield, and that was published in 2018. I also mentioned the new book that Sally Rooney's bringing out on the 7th of September. 
It's called Beautiful World, Where Are You? And that's published by Faber. Thank you for listening to Gloucester Book Club's podcasts. You can listen on Anchor FM, Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify and many more. Thank you.